I remember, if I remember from the days of Sparks Entertainment in back of Mom's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah. The bumper that was cars one of those ones there. where you just shovel Oh my god, I forgot about that. They had bumper cars? Awesome. Yes, indoor bumper cars. Yeah, where? It's where Tailgaters is Ta- now. Tailgaters. Really? It used to be called yes. Sparks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know when I first moved Before here. Before it was Sparks, it was JR's arcade. Mm-hmm. Oh, Way God. I and it had that oh, purple wizard. That. Yep. There was a Trax thing. It was called Trax, I think. It was on 45th. Like just south of Maine. Oh yeah, and right they, across from DMV. <coughs> you're, yeah. th- you're thinking of drivers. Drivers with the go karts inside. Is that what it's called? Yes. Tracks was in sure. Chinon, I think. Tracks is a oh. liquor store. Oh well, <laughs> I guess that explains a lot about me. Hey, what, what do you do for fun? Remember that store called Tracks? Yeah, <laughs> this is what it's like when we're getting old. Speaking of old, on this Father's Day, welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. There I'm you your go. neighbor Knox, and with me. Is not Ernie. He is spending time with his lovely daughters, he Natasha did. and Brittany. He did leave a, yep. a stuffed animal of Ernie and uh, his podcast pants here. Yes. Mm-hmm. He Kevin sure quickly put those on, I, though. I am wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't even know that till now. I've been so busy hooking everything up. Now we got to take a picture of that. So your podcast pants are being used today, Big Ern. Maybe you'll be here later on. Who knows? And, uh, yeah, speaking of which, Chef Kev. X going to give it to you. If you don't get it, X going to deliver it to you. That's how I'm introducing myself I didn't today. know you were that gangster I've today. been listening to a lot of rap music. I've been drinking 40s and disrespecting women a lot as of late. That's what rap taught me to do. And we do have two special guests today. Uh, Chris Larson from Killstone Brewery. How are you doing, sir? Hi, Chris. Doing well, doing well. Excellent. Excited and, uh, to drink some of this great whiskey that's sitting in front of us here. Yeah, there's five of them. I can't wait to dig into it. Um, and with us also is Tori Chelsis. Hey, how's it going? That's a familiar last name. Where do I know that from? God, I don't even know. His dad has the same last name. You know that's right. Oh, he does. yeah. 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 Shout out to Lynn. <laughs> happy Father's Day, Pops. I don't even say Happy Father's Day to my dad. So fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Cousins, if you didn't, guys didn't know. Cousins. Cousin Tori. <laughs> uh, yes, and we are, today, our topic is scotch, because it's Father's Day, and what better drink for a father than some good old-fashioned scotch? You've seen all the time on shows like Mad Men and other <laughs> shows that I don't know. Oh, you were doing That's really masculine. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all masculine back in the day, you know, Koo- Kujak or... Dude, you don't know Kojak, how to pronounce Kojak, Kojak, pick one. Kojak, Kojak Dragnet, I don't know. Dragnet, yeah, all those guys that, those rugged, <laughs> hardcore cops that drink scotch when they get off the job because they just can't handle it without it. <laughs> Reminds me of my other uncle's breath. All right. Uh, oh, thank God somebody said it. You beat me to it. Uh, <laughs> this tastes like my like dad's cock. breath. <laughs> So you're right oh, about oh, now is sure. normally what I would when I would come in with an educational uh, aspect on, on what kind of our, our today's topic is going to be, but I don't know nothing about it. So instead, our resident uh, Scotch expert, yeah, experts, Easy Chris is going to so take that's over for loose, me today. But so yeah, I, I'm just stoked for this uh, episode. I I dig scotches. I kind of started getting into scotch a little bit many years ago. Uh, Tori and I kind of started dabbling in them too a little bit. We'd bet on football games. That's right. The loser would have to uh, pay for the scotch. Uh, the winner got to pick it, and uh, we both got to enjoy it. So it, it still works out. No, so. that sounds really like a great lost. bet. 
Yeah, so that no, yeah, like no one really. I want to be a part of man. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a way to enjoy football, I guess. Yeah, and it's a way to learn about new scotches. So, um, so yeah, I've been excited about this one. So, uh, yeah, we can just get into it. Uh, really, scotch is just whiskey made in Scotland. Um, it's pretty cut and dry stuff. Um, you know, when we talked about the bourbon one, there was a lot more rules and a lot of different things. Scotch is aged in oak barrels for a minimum of three years. And any age statement on the bottle is the youngest scotch that's in that bottle. Um, and really, it's, it's like I said, it's made in Scotland. It's water and malted barley. Um, you just process that. And uh, basically, you distill it at 190 proof. You mature it in those oak casks, no larger than 185-gallon uh, casks, for at least three years. And it cannot contain any other added substances uh, other than water uh, or plain caramel coloring. And it uh, must be bottled no lower than 80 proof. So um, it's really that simple. Um, outside of that, then... Well, isn't there some, what about like the, all the peat stuff? Like, uh, Is that all like on the tail end of the what you put into it or how you char the b- barrels? Or That's a great question. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know a little bit about that, having uh, some experience working in the liquor industry for about 13 years. And Yay, Chris. The, the peat uh, comes from... A few different things. Mm-hmm. Mainly, the peat comes from the region that the Scotch, uh, the, the Scotch whiskey is produced in, and it's for a couple of different reasons. One, the peat it is actually in the soil, and so it comes up into the barley that is used for to, to produce the Scotch. And then, two, way back in the day, and it's not so much anymore because of modern technology, <coughs> but way back in the day, they actually fired their stills with peat moss oh okay. and so that would actually creep up over the kettle and get into the actual brew hmm. so, mm. so it's from the terroir yeah mainly nowadays it's from the terroir but okay. um and so that you'll typically see heavily peated I've never heard that scotch. word before yeah terroir. Terroir. it's a oh. it was prominent in wine culture Very but it's a big deal yeah. it's a big deal in hop culture now too i'm noticing yeah, yeah. anything with agriculture really okay it has to do with, you know, your soil content, your minerals, your... Oh, it's lineage, okay, all science. Uh, and even, like, just the atmosphere around where it's growing, you know, how much okay. moisture is in the air, all sorts yeah. of stuff like that. All these regions, um, they get to be pretty distinct flavorings just from where they're made. And we'll get a little bit into some of those today as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, uh, you know, the basics of scotch, there, there's really just two types there, uh, of scotch. There's single malts or single grains. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's three types of blends. Uh, so blended malt, blended grain, and blended scotch. Now, single malt is just produced with water and malted barley. Single grain, you just add grain to that mix. Okay. Um, so the single part refers to it being done at a one single distillery. It's that they're not using one malt to make it. It could be multiple malts, but it's made at one distillery. Um, when you get to the blended ones, so the blended malt is two or more single malt scotches blended together. Okay. The the uh, blended grain is two or more single grain uh, scotches blended together, and then the uh, blended scotch is one or more single malt and one or more single grain scotch. So that's how those work. Okay. Um, and really, there's so there's about five regions we kind of touched on them already. Um, well, talked about the regions where their scotch is actually produced in Scotland. Uh, so there's <coughs> the Lowlands, Highlands, Speysides. Uh, Campbelltown, um, Islas, or people say Islay, it's spelled I-S-L-A-Y, but Islas. And then there's kind of a sixth one, which are the islands, which are all the islands excluding 
island. So. Huh. Greenland? The mainland. Greenland. Oh. Yeah, the mainland. He's <laughs> like, so. Greenland is like, Jesus, that's a hell of an island. All the islands. Yeah, so <laughs> each region is, has uh, very distinct characteristics, and, uh, you know, this is just kind of a basic overview of them. So I don't know if we wanted to get into that today, um, or we just want to get into this tasting. I don't know if you uh, had anything else to add. I know you would know uh, quite a bit more about scotch than I do. but No, you actually covered everything thing for the most part there like you said each region is going to have its own distinct characteristics um that that does lead me to a question though so are all the i can't hear your question you gotta talk to the mic all all the grains are they okay are they regionally sourced or do they import any of the grains or is it all specific to the regions that you as far as i know i think it's just all local yeah for the everything's in scotland i think that you know with yeah oops wow (laughs) playing bass too um i don't think that they import a lot of stuff i think it's mostly you know they keep it kind of local to that region yeah that's why you get that different distinct flavors from each different region because they're using regional stuff for the most part most producers of any spirit are going to try and use as much local and regional grain as possible it's incredibly expensive to ship grain um to pay for like a freight pallet of grain you know, just the shipping on that alone gets to be really cost prohibitive. So I you're trying it's coming to all the way it. from there. Yeah. Yeah. So you're trying to source your grains as much as possible. You know, even locally, you know, our uh, beer producers, we all try and grab as many grains from North Dakota and Minnesota as we possibly can. It really helps us cut our costs. So I can't see why they wouldn't want to do the same. Makes sense. Right on. Well, why don't we take a quick break and we'll we'll pour one of these out and, and uh, we'll we got five of these to try. Five sketches. Good luck, uh, gentlemen. Yeah, we'll be right back after this. (laughs) Love the liquor episodes. Yeah. Oh, somebody should have told their first time they got drunk story. Yeah, that story, and we didn't discuss what we did this week at all. Well, we didn't. We can do it on the end. Yeah. With the, well, this is what I was up to this week. You can find me here. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk like that for my entire outro. Okay, Bert. Why are you yelling at me, Bert? (laughs) Because you eat cookies in bed. (laughs) Obviously, we're missing Ernie today, huh? Yeah, it's weird (laughs) not having him here. I feel his spirit within me. Uh, you should feel these spirits within you. Oh, so this is the, tell me you recorded that. Yes. This know. is the Glen Morangi, the original. I don't know how that's pronounced. I think it's Glen Morangi. Somebody told me once because oh, I said Morangi. Highland yes, Single Mulch so. Scotch Whiskey, aged Glen Morangi. Ten years. Morangi. Morangi. Have, have Google say it. How does Google say it? I'm cu- I'm curious. Siri, you want to weigh in on this? Glen Mer. <laughs> I would say it's Mer- yeah Morangi. That's weird. It sounds like meringue. And then how do you say it after half the bottle? Mm-hmm. Give me some more of that shit. <laughs> uh, so, okay, where so is who, this one So from, who brought anyways? this one? I brought this one. So uh, Glen Meringi, it's, uh, it's a highland. So highlands are, uh, you know, the largest region um, in Scotland for producing um, and, and uh, well, area and whiskey production. So... Um, Speyside was actually kind of part of this at one point, but they make a, a 
a large amount. Um, and the Spey River runs through that region, so they kind of made their own region. So we're actually going to drink some Speysides also today. Okay. But that's just a little little brief part of that on uh, what those are. So, so this is going to make the lighter of the of the highlands, would you say? Um, so of it's, our bunch today? It's, it's a big region, so highlands can have quite a bit of differences between them but they're they're always going to be uh, a little earthy a spicier character to them a little bit of fruit notes on them i think they're a little caramely lighter to drink uh especially since they never really have a lot of peat on them uh, i think highlands and space sides are easier ones to uh, get into drinking scotch yeah both of them are very approachable typically you're gonna get Floral and Ooh. citrus notes, a lot of caramel, vanilla, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they're kind of more sweet. And then of the three Highlands that we have here in front of us, that one is the lighter, mostly because it's the youngest. So it's it's only that, spent 10 years in oak. I also spell, smell a little bit of black pepper in there, too. Is that Yeah, you might get some pepper, typically. Um, spices, yeah. Christmas spices are very common in these types of scotches. There's an important thing we need to do before we go further into this. What's that? What, what is the proper way to drink a scotch? So, glad you asked, because Knox does it wrong every damn time. No, there's, <laughs> there's no wrong way to drink anything. You drink how, it, how you like it. But um, from my experience and things that I've read and heard, um, you know, you want to uh, first nose it, smell it, see what it's all about, um, and then sip neat. And let it, you know, just let it hang out in your mouth for a little bit. And then I put water in mine a little bit to dilute it. Um, we, we did mention it on the bourbon episode, too. Uh, there's a thing in. that I read from Booker No, who is a distiller um, in the Jim Beam family, and he said whiskey should be drank at 35% alcohol. So if you're drinking one that's 40% alcohol, a little bit of water is going to help open it up, um, give you a lot more of those different flavors and characteristics of it. Yeah, yeah nose, nose too, I heard. Oh, yeah, your nose will open up, too, for sure. With the, with the water, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happens is there's actually, uh, like, some fatty oils that are still bound up in the alcohol that you're kind of releasing and separating from the alcohol. Ooh. So water's the ex of scotch. Yeah. Really opens it up. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Smells great. Yeah, we have these great, <laughs> awesome Glencairn glasses, which is really the appropriate way to be d- drinking a whiskey is with a good nosing glass. Yeah, I had no clue that it would make that big a difference because I always just had, you know, you can buy these uh, gift sets. You know, you get the whiskey and then it comes with like rocks glasses. Well, those just straight up, you just get so much alcohol off of them. These little snifter dudes are uh, take that away a lot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it takes away the, the burn a lot of the time. The hot esters kind of get filtered out. Oh, that, that uh, I like that taste on there. The initial mouthfeel is great where it's just like... Did, you, you, already, you, did you already add ice? Yes. You didn't try it straight first? No, I did not. You're failing. <laughs> but yeah, right away, yeah, um, I get, you know, you get caramel off of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a little heat from the whiskey itself. I This is one of my favorite, just grab and go type of scotch. I always try and have one of these ones with me. Not with me, but at home. Always yeah. in his hind pocket. He's always got a bottle yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy is nice and mellow. Mm-hmm. No, this sips like butter. Yeah, <laughs> with, without ice, without water. Yeah, yeah it's very and, no, and I mean, no butter. What is the proof on that one? That's forty percent. Yeah, forty-three. percent. I can't read. Okay. Yeah, forty-three percent alcohol by volume, ABV. Yeah, water. Okay, I might just steal Knox's ice. 
I've got I've got distilled water here. My man, my man. I know. I'm prepared. Uh, how many times an episode do you think people have to listen to us like grunt when we pass things across the table? Or just t- bend, <laughs> Who knows? bend over to tie our shoes? <laughs> maybe one of these, maybe one of these days somebody will, though. somebody will create a fucking MP3 of that. Send it to just us, the grunts? Yeah. The, uh, uh, yeah, one of those things. I hope so. That'll, that, that'll, no, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. So <laughs> here's, here's a short little eight-second thing here. Awesome. Glenn Moringi. That is how it's said. Glenn Moringi? Glenn Moringi. 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 Moringi or Moringi? It's a hard G. Yep. Glenn Moringi? Glenn Moringi. All right. Well, we know what we're drinking. Education. We can there we oh, go. There, oh, there's the singing that was promised. <laughs> <laughs> the musical, part two. All right. Part So 19. when you guys add water, you get any different flavors and characteristics and... When I when I added the water, I noticed it was like originally I said it was really talk towards the mic. It went down like really buttery, really smooth. But even after adding the water, it got even smoother to drink, and the finish wasn't as burny. Right, less like drinking nails. So it's it's more subtle, and maybe that's why it's easier to pick out the different flavors is because everything is a little bit more subdued and nothing is overpowering anything else. Yeah, it takes that alcohol burning part away. You mm-hmm. Check the nose. That's the first thing I noticed on the nose is that the alcohol burning is gone and there's that caramely toffee sweet note. Well, even though my ice cube is melted, man, it still coats the glass. It's got a nice oily, buttery finish on it on the glass, too. Yeah, they call those legs. Yep. Oh my god, that is so much better. Some legs. Yeah, so this is anytime t- somebody tells me I don't like scotch, I give them this. I always have them try this or Macallan cuz th- those are both really approachable, easy to me, easy drinking. Slam them down. Don't need to add water. You can you can chug this right off the bottle if you wanted. <laughs> you keep saying slamming and chugging like that's really an option with scotch. <laughs> well, well it is. I mean, yeah. Oh, is it really? such a pussy. No, I don't actually chug it, but I drink it quickly. All right, so it's been a long time, but my first taste of scotch was Chivas Regal. Oh, okay. Which is, like, pretty basic, cheap Yeah, that's scotch, a blended, right? blended scotch, yeah. 12-year, but it's blended. So I haven't had it in a while, but I I remember even liking it then. It was a good introductory to it, too. But uh, the stuff I've been getting into lately... And the more studying I've been doing and listening to Chris for for the most part, well, because he won't shut up. But <laughs> they, well, you know, no, no. Are, are we talking it's about the same Chris or yeah, this there Chris? Are two Chrises. Yeah. No, the cousin Chris. But that that Chivas Regal was a good introduction to it, and it turned me on to it. And the more I got into it, I haven't even touched that stuff in a long time. But I, I did enjoy the Chivas Regal too. Yeah, I'm glad that it turned you on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it because the table's so high, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see your Schwartz is bigger than mine. <laughs> well, I actually like this one. The, the legs on it, now that I'm on the bottom of my glass here, uh, I just like that that really nice, smooth, caramely taste on it. It's, it's kind of like almost toffee, but like without the chocolate in the, in the toffee. Uh, I like that, and it's not salty, not weird. I like it. Ryan, you don't need it's more closer to a toffee. bourbon than than uh, scotch to me, anyways. You know, I think a lot of these probably are going to be 
similar in profile. Very similar in profile. We'll, we should expect a lot of that. It'll be interesting to read this. Coffee. So how many of you would say that you actually drink scotch and enjoy it on a regular basis? No. I do. I enjoy it when I do drink it. I don't as much as I used to or as much as I would like to, um, but I have a pretty extensive collection at home and I enjoy it from time to time. <laughs> so would any of you say you have an aversion to it? Like you would avoid it, but when presented with it, you'll try it and give your critique. Like if we're going to rate this from a one to five. No, I would never avoid it. Yeah, I would. I don't avoid scotch. But I do think we do need to get I get hesitant when we get to the really peaty ones, but... Um, I, I've been trying more like, of them like more often, Pete? but... Yes. Well, well, what I'm getting to is I feel like a lot of people have an aversion to it because they, they don't want to be a burny, right. unpleasant experience, you know, and you don't mix it with anything and you're judged if you do. So I think a lot of people don't, you know, even explore it. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of people were kind of afraid of it i i know what i saw at least and i haven't been in the liquor industry for all, a little over a year now but even as early as a year and a half ago a lot of young people are really starting to gravitate towards scotch and it's coming from the craft beer world they, they're just exploring you know they're just out there drinking lots of things and maybe they started out drinking jameson at the bar and they discovered they kind of like whiskey. <laughs> yeah, so. Jameson gets people into whiskey. <laughs> yeah, and then they kind of go from there, and they maybe try some bourbons, and then maybe their dad has some scotch around that he's drinking at Christmas. And Happy Father's Day. One yeah, bourbon, one scotch, know, one beer. Something like that, you know, and all of a sudden they're <laughs> shopping for $100 bottles of scotch at the local liquor store. That's the thing that scares people away the most, though, is, yeah, Price. it's Price. Bernie, it's cost, and if you buy a cheap one, sometimes they're garbage, and sometimes it's just not the right region, so you got to try all Go out and try as many as you can. Not in one sitting. Not they, only they try do them, but differ so much from region to region that if you like on your first attempt buy one that you don't agree with, or that doesn't agree with you, don't get put off of the whole Scotch section right. of the liquor store. No, go there and you know go to the right liquor stores is my advice and find a, a tasting event or tasting events are perfect opportunities and we have exactly. tons of them in town we have whiskey fest in town where mm. you can go and drink <laughs> oh, that was you know, so much 50 fun different whiskeys in one night, you know so take advantage of those Still opportunities upsetting. where you don't have to commit to an expensive bottle and you can try something or go to a liquor store that you trust and talk to their staff because these people are educated in this stuff and they know how to direct you towards what you might like and I guarantee you, if you go to one of the best liquor stores in town, they're going to tell you, you know, give you lots of different options to get into the world of scotch. If they're a good liquor store, they will anyways. Yeah. 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 And there are several. In town. Or make bets with your cousins and make them buy you whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> also works. That works, too. That works as well. It served us well. Yeah. So let's rate these. Uh, what do you think? Let's hang a number on this Glen Morangi. So on a scale of one to five, one being the lowest rating, obviously. Well, zero being the lowest rating, I suppose. But I will go first since I'm the least uh, uh, experienced on this one. Um, Going to go counterclockwise today? Well, we're missing the other big guys, so I got to do statisticians. So I got. I should probably. Oh yeah. Try it. So I want to. I'm going to do out of five. I'm going to do this one a three. And that's because it's uh, if you say it's a good starter, that's where my starter number is going to be at. This is where I'm going to compare everything else to from here. Yeah. Chris? Well, uh, like I said, this is a go-to of mine. Is it the greatest I've ever had? No, but is it really easy to grab a bottle? 
sit down and enjoy it doing whatever you're doing absolutely so this for me is a solid three and a half uh, I think it's a great scotch I like I said I try and always have this or McAllen's or something that I can just grab and sit down and watch sports or play guitar and sip on a scotch no you mentioned easy to grab this one is that because of price like what like maybe we right. should talk about that because right is for me so yeah price. it's about a you know it's a 40 to 50 dollar bottle it's not this hundred dollar bottle sure 40 to 50 bucks is you know can be a lot for some people um but it's just kind of it's, it's kind of my mid-range right this is where i it's my go-to um, and this was how much again like 45 or 50 or something okay it's gonna be on damn near any shelf yeah it, it's accessible at almost any liquor store and it's it's not a hundred bucks a bottle, and it's it's just really consistent and, and really good every time. Nice. How about you, uh, Mr. Larson? Yeah, I'm kind of. Do we can we do decimal points or are we straight? This, Three. Let, let's hear. Where you, I want to yeah. hear his number. <laughs> what, what do you got? Let's keep it at the halves, though. Knox had. Okay, I go, I go, don't, don't, you don't get to make the fucking rules. Fucking I, would, I invited you. I would go three point five on this. You know, it's it's very approachable. It's very easy to drink. Uh, it's not going to knock your socks off. It's not going <laughs> to blow you away. But it's yeah, it's a solid go to scotch. Yeah, agree. Nice. Yeah, I, I Tori baseline. It's like the standard, I guess, is what I want to say. So I'm going to give it a three. I follow suit with a three. I think this is uh, something I can base a good number off of the rest of them for. Right on. Well, that was the part, the purpose, the point, the per. That's purpose. the purpose. Yeah. Purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now uh, we're gonna jump into 13, this. You said three. Dalvany. Uh, yes. Once Ryan's done calculating, Ernie is much faster. It's a three point two average. Yeah, that's pretty good. Solid. All right, we're going to take a short little break. We're right back. Good content. All shit's good content. Speaking of good content. Yeah. Good content. Oh boy! Did you say tongue tent? Tongue tent? Yeah, because my what tongue is, is tied. Uh, it's a tongue tent. It's another term <laughs> for a vagina. I, I just really want to know right now. <laughs> now uh, we're on to our second scotch. Scotch. Uh, Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, uh, age fifteen years. Yeah, so this is going to be similar to the Glenmorangie, because um, it is again a Highland. Uh, this one is three years older, so you should uh, get a little, a little more from it. So it's asking why all the time? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I wish you could see the huge one. smile on my face. Oh, my God. That was a good joke, dude. I got to admit that. Why? A little older, a little wiser, Why? Little sassy. I am excited on this one, though. The It almost looks a little bit lighter than the last one. I can see Chris's mug through here. Yeah, oh, good. Make it darker. Make it, it darker. It's a good makes mug. me excited. Similar legs. First thing I notice yeah. on the nose is there is a little bit of peat in this one. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Makes Definitely me. that you didn't get on the last one. Yeah, that's yeah. that smokiness. That uh, yeah wasn't quite on the last one. I thought. Don't know if it's be, probably maybe just been in the barrels a little longer. It's getting more no, of I that. No, I think oak. this one actually is peated. Um, 
That's that dusty smell. Um, yeah, that kind of musky, uh, earthy. Yeah. Yeah, like peat moss. Um, I I don't. I can't remember the last time I ate peat moss. Mm. Probably last time he was in town. Damn. <laughs> hey, I was gonna say I I have, think I have his rookie card. Huh. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, is you that guys, like, is that a baseball player? <laughs> Never heard of him. Anyway. Oh, wait, that's um, Randy Moss. I'm sorry. Yep. Good job, sports guys. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, you got to the root of it. Way to go. But yeah, this one definitely, even on the the taste too, it, it's a lot more of that earthiness to it, that peat to it. Yeah. Smokiness. It's not like unapproachable. It's not like uh, no. It has stronger flavors, I but they're not overpowering. Yeah. That that first initial put it in your mouth. It it warms it up Seven real fast. Um, almost like a numbing feeling. I'm trying yeah, to be yeah. an adult right yeah. now. No. Trying to pick apart what you just said. Don't we I do think phrasing it has like anymore? A, there's like a honey note on this, too, on my nose. I haven't tried it yet. No, that'd be like a what's in your mouth episode. Right. Come over here and find out, big boy. <laughs> Them podcast pants got you sassy today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, this is very similar to the last one with that addition Whoa. of the earthiness of the peat. And yeah. A little bit more rounded because of that. A little bit more... Interesting, but still a lot of that honey and. No, I haven't even caramel. added water to this yet. Yeah, no, same here. And yeah, that, that I, I really like it because there. of the stronger flavor. Well, that's smoke, I like the sweetness smoky. of it though, and I, I, for someone that doesn't really like the smokiness, I like this one actually. It, the peat in this one kind of. Makes me like it just a little bit. I think the peach sticks with it. Even what do you give me weird looks for? Water. Yeah. Oh, I spilt water. I but felt, yeah, it, felt it, guilty. There's a. It lingers a lot more than the the Glenmorangie does. Yeah. Um, stays with you. Like I said, it, it kind of makes my mouth numb, but you still get all these little cool flavors out of it. Yeah, and the legs on it make just this a lot of the oil on it, it makes you stick to your tongue more. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it makes my this more is flavorful. One of those, this is one of those mouth water ones. My mouth waters after I drink it. And I don't mind the I don't mind the smoke on this one. No. I can actually say that for the first time. I think it's fuck fucking great, honestly. Mm-hmm. No, that's the same alcohol percentage as the last one. Forty three. Forty three. But I wonder if this would be more off putting to like uh the somebody who has just started drinking scotch. I would think so. Sure, sure. I think you when you have off with like what we first had, the Glen Meringue. Chris right. put these in an order for a reason. I think that was part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I th- uh, he may he may have, and I agree with it. it I think this it is makes sense. I think this is more of an honest start to a scotch. Yeah, than it the is going to be more of what good I think people on. generally think of when they think of scotch. But yeah, it's still not all the way there to the point where it's off-putting or right. If me liking scotch yeah. is going to make me like smoke beer. Then I might, I might have a problem. <laughs> See what, what I so, what we had kind of mentioned a little bit. Hi, uh, the Highland region is the largest region in Scotland, and it's also the largest whiskey produ- producer in Scotland. And uh, being that it's such a big area, you get different things from it because there's a lot of different uh, types of land there. I suppose you would say. Um, Back to that terroir. Yeah. So, so you can see already. We've only done two Highlands, and that they're. Pretty different, you know. Yep. Um, they're not exactly the same. It's not like Coors Light and Bud Light or whatever. You know, what would Bush you say Light, is you the, Light. The main difference, like the main contributing factor to the difference <gasps> in between the first two that we've tasted, since they come from the same area of Scotland, would you say it's the 
the growing conditions or the distillery process? My assumption would be the growing conditions and then the fact that it's aged 15 years as well. So it's older. Versus 10. Yeah. yeah. It's been in that those barrels longer. So I hear a lot of number talk here. Yeah. Well, you guys are ready to hang a number on this? Oh uh, Yeah, I'll actually put this uh, at a 3.5. 3.5. Over to you, sleazy Chris. So I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, boys. Podcast pants. Um, I'm going to go three and a half like I did on the Glen Marengi. I do think the Dalvini is a little bit better. Um, but the Glen Marengi is a little more approachable, a little mm-hmm. easier drinking. Yep. Um, I'm still finding my way through some of this peatiness. So, yeah, three and a half. I think I'm going to give this one a 3.7. <sighs> Yeah! Perfect. I think it's just a little, like like Chris was saying, I think it's just a little bit more going on than the last one. A little bit more to give it. I really like the way they incorporate the peat without overpowering everything else. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll give it a three and a half. Easy three and a half. I, I agree mostly with Chris. It was a little bit better than our first. A little stronger notes in it. Yeah. It's, it's a nice scotch. Three and a half for me, and here's my disgusting flavor note of the week because I always got to make one disgusting comment. The the peat on it, wet carpet. Wet carpet? Yes, sir. Very fine note of wet carpet. I kind of want to make a derogatory comment on the first one, and I'm going to do it now because you opened that door. It smelled like my wet dog Brody. (laughs) Yes, these are the things. It had notes of smelling a little bit like my wet dog. But I I do I do like that wet carpet horse blanket perhaps horse no blanket. so yes yep. three and a half it was comforting yeah it's good. <laughs> all right now um here the discussion begins mm. uh, you say three point seven but I'm gonna mark you down as a three point five because <laughs> oh. he doesn't like uh, other numbers we had a hard time getting him into the halves it took emails. <laughs> But like if, two. It, if it comes down to it, then it's an even flow straight across the board. Everybody loved it at 3.5. Even flow. My semantics. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back with more semantics. Mic check. Check. Mic. Oh, I'm really loud. Microphone check. One, two. What is this? Yeah, there. there. Add it to the compilation of grunt sounds. Grunts and groans. Grunts and groans. Passing across the table. Yeah, it pours from the top. Yep. Okay. Yep, you're doing it right. (laughs) What? Well, he was looking at it all funny. Like, Uh, am I going to break it? What the shit is that? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, Jesus, this is a thick bottle. Mm, Tell me about it. It's dark. It's thick and dark. What? What? You you look excited or (laughs) Should I put water in this? Not or, yet. Or an ice yet. cube? Oh, you missed the tutorial, Chris's tutorial on yeah, how see, to taste. I would have been here from the beginning, right? Is that yep. what you're saying? Can I see that bottle So really real what quick? you're going to want to yes. do when no. you sample um, nose you, first, right? Okay. And then take, uh, then uh, put it in your mouth and let it sit in your mouth. And then uh, what he try and figure all that stuff out. And then we're going to add a little bit of water and do the same process. Okay. It smells like say wet liquor. Oh. I was going to say, it smells oh, like whiskey. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one's right? going to have a pretty Woo. 
hefty Did nose. Did you just on. try that? So are we welcome back from uh, our break. Welcome back to Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Bum, bum, everybody. Bum, bum. Hi, everybody. So, What's going on, man? Ernie's joining us for one drink today, I think. Yep. Yeah, and his daughters, Natasha and Brittany, have lent us him for a little bit. So thank you, ladies, for doing that. Appreciate it. Say hi. Father's Steal. Day. Stealing your dad. Say hi again. There they are. There <laughs> you go. That'll, that'll pick up. Nice. So this one I might have tried one time at a whiskey tasting. Um, so I don't know really anything about it. So, uh, Chris, you brought this one. I, I think did. we'll uh, let you talk a little bit about it. I brought this one for a few different reasons. The biggest one being that this is the number one bottle that I would recommend to my customers when I worked at the liquor store who are coming to look for a bottle, a special bottle for their dad for a present. For the record, let's take what this is. That's Buy cute. This. <laughs> this is the Aberlauer Abunar, and it's spelled A-apostrophe-B-U-N-A-D-H, but it's so Gaelic, it's, yeah. which I Abunad? guess is pronounced I Abunar. don't care if it's Gaelic or straight or... <laughs> I, I don't judge. We love so. you no matter what. Right. <laughs> this is a uh, straight cask. We loved you, Bottle straight you. out of the cask at 60.7% alcohol by volume. Ick! Um, now, that's awesome. The yeah. appearance of this seems to be very amberish. Is that normal for a scotch? Amber is the color of typical. your energy. This is actually a lot darker red <laughs> that's than my stripper name. most scotches, and there's a reason for that. Uh, this scotch is finished 100% in Spanish Oloroso sherry casks. Oh, I can oh, smell so that. That's that's where oh, that red I color comes okay. from. Is oh, really? Getting, yeah, you're getting I'm, sherry cask stuff. I I'm love telling that. Shannon. Yeah. So just looking at this and having a basic understanding of scotch, it looks like it'll punch you in between the eyes. Uh, it, yep, yeah, that's it looks like it's got a very place to get punched. So there's a really cool story about this scotch too that I love to tell to everybody because I was told it by a representative of the distillery and they want to get the story out and I think it's great. So in 1976, they were getting ready to install two new stills into their distillery. And in the wall, the workmen found a bottle that was wrapped in a newspaper from 1898. So they found a bottle of scotch in the wall that was almost 100 years old. Holy no shit. shit. So the workers... The last bottle. The workers drank most of it on their break <laughs> before, yeah. Yeah. before they realized before what anyone it was? from the distillery knew, knew oh. that they even had found this bottle. Someone from the distillery comes by the break room and sees them pounding down this bottle wrapped in a newspaper, and they're like, "What the hell is that?" They grab it from them, and they're like, We're, "We've got to reverse engineer this." <laughs> what What would something like that bottle be worth? I mean, it's one of a kind. The priceless. It's, yeah. So they took that bottle and. Their sensory perceptor tasters and stuff like just consumed the rest of it to try and reverse engineer it and recreate this whiskey that existed almost a hundred years ago. Wow! The reason this, is that this is what we're drinking right now. Yeah. Yep. This is and so the reason that this is kind of special is it, a lot of whiskey used to be cast strength, and then like at the beginning of World <laughs> War One, the People were drinking alcohol all day long because the water was not safe. And so people are getting drunk at work off super high test alcohol. And they're trying to produce parts for bombers and parts <laughs> for bombers. <laughs> so the British government. Getting bombed as they're making yeah, bombs. So the British oh, government thanks said. Thanks for bringing the dad humor on Father's Day. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, Ernie. Appreciate it. So the it. British government outlawed all um, 
overproof whiskey and made it so that at that time, anything above 37% alcohol was illegal. And so that's why you see a lot of scotches Boo. now at like, well, then they raised it to 40. And so that's why a lot of them are at 40 now. Um, but this is cast strength. So this came straight out of the cast, no water added, and it's 60.7%. <clears throat> yeah, it's a beast. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a beast. You, even out of these perfectly formed snifter glasses, you get a lot of alcohol right on the nose Lots immediately without yeah, adding it, any yeah. water on the nose. Yeah, very astringent. The yeah. nose. Yeah, and if you can Don't get nose. through that, you might get some notes that are similar to what you'd get from a sherry cask: some dark fruit, some right. plum. You get a little of that honey sweetness that you would get from the scotch itself. I have added one ice cube, and it's still really hot in the nose. Yeah, that is, that but it is getting more of that uh, dark fruits coming up a little bit more now I that did, I've I did added just some water. now add a splash of water and should, should it's I still pretty? Should I try it before water and then? Yep. Try it before the water. For me, at a hundred and twenty, what is this? Hundred and twenty-one point four proof. Yep. It's incredibly smooth for that. <laughs> like if you think about like. <laughs> Oh, no, it's, it's not. It's not joking. It's no, like that. It, no, it's but when trick, you like, consider the proof, I, I get it. When you yeah. consider the proof. Wow. Yeah. That was my tequila face. <laughs> oh. No, that's a, no, that, it, that it, first it, second, I'm like, hey, that's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> you get you get a lot of, you know, you get that burn right away, and you get that a uh, little bit of that. You get a bit of afterburn. Yeah, but it's eyes spicier. Are watering. You, mm-hmm. you get some spice on it right away uh, before like adding any water. Pain. Now, this is a... <laughs> key example of a scotch that you definitely should be diluting you know you're mm-hmm. gonna want yeah, you're gonna want to dilute this a little bit you're, it's gonna really open up the flavor yeah I, there's a dude on my softball team that absolutely refuses to add water i had a conversation with him about this and he's like oh what are you just a pussy i went no i yeah. enjoy the actual flavors that you're supposed to get out of it and you should try it. He's like, I'm not a bitch. <laughs> You're yeah. also not a good drinker. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was there for that. Know your limits, sir. That, that guy's no, listening I, to rap music, too, then. Talking uh, like that. Actually, it's mostly 90s stuff. I think everybody yeah. knows where he's coming from because everybody's been that dude at one point. In their right, life. absolutely. Yeah. I've done it, too. I told people that they're bitches and don't fucking put any goddamn Coke in my whiskey I've been giving you because this is good whiskey. But whatever. Whatever floats your boat. So, but still. How much water is recommended? I... Like Cut it taste. down to 35%. You know, 16 right ounces? I would, no. <laughs> <laughs> to my one ounce of scotch? So we talked about this a little bit earlier. Booker No was 35%. That's what he suggested. He was a, a old school brewer way back in the, the Beam family and stuff. And then you brought up another guy. I don't know if we talked about that uh, uh, on air. We did. No, recording. Um, yeah, it was a uh, guy from... Um, Something Lee. Elmer T. Lee. Yeah. yeah. 30%, 30% is what he does. Oh, no, that yeah. wasn't... So, being this is sixty percent, technically speaking, I suppose you could mix this half and half with water to cut it down to thirty percent. Yeah, yep. And you're, uh, you, yeah. And it wouldn't be completely wrong. Yeah, mm. not at all. If you get close to half, you're going to be at about forty percent. Yeah. So. And that's not bad either, you know. But I, yeah, I, I I heard thirty eight point five was the number from. Any, you know, I I would say anywhere between that thirty to forty percent, and you're going to get a. Little but you get more of that caramely notes once you add that water. It yeah. really opens up. Oh, it definitely. cuts that liquor, that booziness, that ethanol down a lot, and yeah, mm-hmm. I would suggest you could start a car with adding this. water incrementally. Absolutely. Now this is one. Find that out at what point you like this particular scotch at. <sighs> What I actually like to do with this is kind of wow. That made a big a hard difference. Time about does, the ice earlier. I didn't today. even put that much water in there. But oh. with this one, I take 
I take a glass of it. I drop a regular size, like from my ice cube tray, ice cube in it, Shit. and I let it sit there and mellow for about 10, 15 minutes before I even touch it. And I'll oh yeah. Sit there, yeah. Well, that's a good because how the strength it is. Yeah, that'd be yeah. a good way to but go. By too. then, it's about ready to drink. So, is there a reason that um, so you can get whiskey on the rocks? Let's dive into this real quick. Um, I've read that you shouldn't put ice, and that's why I tease Knox a lot. Um, is there a reason that you shouldn't add ice, or you know, is I, there science ba- science based facts? I would say faxed. you're probably not going to get a lot of the darker flavors the colder it gets, and that's just in general. Like if, um, like even with beer, like if if you're drinking a stout. Don't put at, ice in your stouts. Well, if you're drinking it ice cold, you're not going to get all of the chocolate and coffee flavors that you would get if it's at about 50 degrees. So, okay. Choc- chocolate and beer, that's ludicrous. Yeah. No, it's peanuts and beer. That's ludicrous. You know, I'll fight every single one of those motherfuckers that had that conversation with you. <laughs> Dude, it was a great you give them, my, You give them my address, my P.O. box. I don't give a shit. I'll stand, I'll stand there the at the P.O. box. Ground, he's down. It's the chocolate versus peanut butter debate. Or yeah. peanuts. Peanuts are bullshit Love it. beer. Bullshit anyway, beer. so now that you've added water to these, um, yeah. what do you think? You it even is said a you didn't add a lot. I didn't add a whole lot. Uh, I, we'll less it. than half, but um, it really mellowed it out. I mean, mm-hmm. my eyes didn't start to water like they yeah. did the first time I took a drink. And now you're getting a lot more flavor out of it and less of just that alcohol punch. Yeah, now I'm getting more of that caramel yeah, I can and, actually, and uh, that, uh, you know, gentle smoke flavor. That's now, yeah. Yeah, so. General uh, smoke. That's, <laughs> that's my new stance. Yes, on general If you Robert don't like Ely. it the way that you bought it, keep adding water incrementally until you find a point where you do appreciate the flavors in it. Because I, I think if you add water to a certain point, you will find that point where you do like it. And it might just not be the right whiskey for you, say it might not, but yeah, absolutely. That's how it should be done. But you committed yeah. to a bottle, you might as well. <laughs> right, no, right. We talked about price on some of these ones. Um, this one is a little bit more expensive, as it should be. It's gas strength. They didn't add any water that I looted. It comes in right around $100. Boom. But it's going to last you a long right. time. Because when you do add water, that's going to... You yeah. double the size of that bottle. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that Dalvini was somewhere in between... The Glenmorangie and the Adweiler, mm. I think it was a seventy or yeah, so dollar I think bottle. Usually so. about sixty nine ninety nine is what yeah. I would get charged for. Should we get to our ratings then? Yeah, Ernie. So well, well I, I got to talk to the chef first. Yeah, uh, Ryan had about this? some sort of question. What What do I think about it? Yeah, what do you think about? I think it? we should rate it. No, what was your <laughs> What was your flavor notes on this? Oh, one? Oh well, what if I didn't have any flavor notes and I was trying to avoid it by going to a number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we have the open form. So well, I just thought it was weird, I, and I'm jumping in. So fuck you, Knox. Good, do it. But um, you know, you won't when because these were the three that we've done now are all Highlands, and I think mm-hmm. we've noticed that they were all fairly distinctly, you know, pretty different. Yep. Once you added water, they all kind of came back to that same flavor profile. They where you got that carameliness yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, Good call. Nice ASMR. Right in the mic. Love it. <laughs> but I, I don't think this one was as peaty as the Dalvini. There no. is peat to it, though. There yeah. is a little bit there, but I think it gets covered up probably from that uh, the Spanish sherry cask finish. You get a little bit more of those wine notes, some even some tannins that give it kind of almost like wine or leather. It dries out. Yeah. Oh, the leather note. I get the second you said it. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. There's like, my taste notes. After you drink it, you can smell it. 
the leather yeah. even in yeah. it. So it's pretty cool. It, yeah. it, it's it's a it's yeah, it smells really like com- riding on an airplane. This one's really 70s. complex. There's a lot going on in this. And at sixty percent it's very manly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I, you know, I've been trying to search for that sherry taste, and I can't quite get it. Like I'm hoping I'm, uh, but I would have. This is one I, like, I want to kind of throw cherry in it just to see what that Ooh. does to it. Yeah, I have a mar- I have maraschino cherries upstairs. Gross! Uh, Not even real cherries. More, yeah, that's just like plastic garbage. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Let's, let's shit on that real quick. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> All right, well, fuck you. You guys bring up. something up, I'll piss on it. What about the juice from the jar, though? <laughs> Luxardo for life, man. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, I had a terrible idea. <laughs> no, he just well, has no, terrible cherries. The, I, no, I mean, he had a good idea. Just everybody else. Cherry to shit it, on you it. know. It, what else? It's like an old fashioned. Yeah, yeah. A, a cheap version of an old fashioned. Well, not, not with this cheap, whiskey. Yeah, come on. Not cheap at all, but. Uh, you know, you're not muddling and doing all that things yeah, with bourbon, it. but yeah, muddle, muddle, it makes muddle, muddle. sense because sherry and cherries that rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. and if it rhymes, it has to be true. <laughs> That's right. All right, Big Erden, what are you going to rate this one at? Right. If you're going to rate I this one, I don't even know how to compare this to I one suppose. through five. But I once I added the water, though, it made a big difference. It was actually fairly enjoyable. So, um, so is this one in one through five? One through five. One through five. I'd probably, I don't know, probably give it a four. Holy shit. I don't know. It, right. Once I added that little bit of water, it really, really mellowed it out. Are you giving him the nice. This was our intro one. That's, okay. That this is an intro to scotch. To okay. This one you won't need near as much water. It's 43%. Just to give you a comparison. Oh, I don't want to go back since I no, was no, late. No, 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 And now we're no, 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 pausing. No, this is back to air. You just... Okay, yeah. So, Chris, what would uh, you rate this one? Absolutely, this one's a, a four, and a, four and a half for me. I think this is a, I think this is great, um, especially diluted a little bit. I might dilute things a little bit more than some other people, just because I, I don't. <laughs> that's not what it's about. God, Get damn it. God damn it! Pay attention. Well, clearly, Ernie, we're not. <laughs> You know, <laughs> suck that down and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I'm How a... many times have I said that in my life? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Never. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no, I, I think this is absolutely wonderful. This is one of my favorite scotches I've had. Um, it, it really opens up really nice, and it's a, a great drinker. Four and a half for me. I think it's better than the um, this one. It, it, try and say it. Try and say it. Try and say it. Glenn Moraine? G. Morangi. We had to look it up on the internet. You have to emphasize the more. It's a hard G. Morangi. It's not, not French. Morangi. Can you play the file again? Was it? Can you play the file again? Oh, I thought you called him a pedophile again. I was like, yo. There, there comes a point where it's embarrassing how many attempts we've had at this name. <laughs> Ah, we're not easily. While you're looking it up, I'm sorry. I just Chris, what's your number? I'm gonna go with a 4.5. This is one of my favorites. I like I said, I always recommend this to people as a great gift for Christmas, Father's Day. You know, one thing we didn't any holiday when you want to drink your family away. One of the things we didn't even talk about was, Mm, like I said, Christmas. I got a lot of Christmas spice in it, and like spicy notes that come out after you dilute it. 
It's very hot at the beginning, but when you add that water, it becomes a totally different whiskey. It really does. Yeah, it changes it dramatically. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a medium. Like a what? Like a medium salsa? <laughs> I'm going to give it a three and a half for the fact that it starts off like really strong, but when you add water to it, it becomes a totally different person. Yeah, so when you added water to it, it you still it a 3.5? Yeah, it, it's too extreme for me to give it any more than a three and a half. Right on. I'm going to give it a three and a half as well, just because it, it did take the water, and I'm not deducting any like points for that. But once it did, once the water came in, everything mellowed out, and it got a little bit of the peatiness. But I'm looking for something to stay. I'm looking for a standout note. To hand out a five today, like something is just like caramel, yeah. So, in conclusion, for me, if this scotch was a truck, it would have truck nuts. <laughs> no question. It's not a douchey scotch, dude. No, it's not yeah, a but it, fender flares, truck nuts. Well, I, I wasn't going that way. I'm saying it's it's a ballsy scotch. Okay, enjoy it. Great, we're demonetized. <laughs> Here comes the lawsuit. <laughs> All right, Glenmorangie. Sure. That's the way it is on the website. Yes, okay. But that's still good, though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, um, but I would I say out of I all these ones, I, I rate this one probably a four as well. So out of all of us, the average is going to be four. What did you give it? A four. Oh, okay. Right on. No need business. So... Three and a half, three and a half, four and a half, four and a half. That's four, four. And then Ern gave it a four, and I gave it a fucking... I gave it a four. So, yeah, it's an average of four on that one. Nice job. You having trouble with your robot arm? Yep, I'm having trouble with my robot arm. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, well, hey, Ernie, thanks for coming in. Thank you to Tasha. Hey, thanks for having me. And Brittany Sorry it took uh, me so long to get here. The traffic was terrible. (laughs) Lending us to him for a little bit. From across the street. I really appreciate that. And uh, we got a couple more scotches coming up. We'll be right back. Happy Father's Day. All right, and we're back again without Ernie. You disappeared into the ether. Ethernet. Jesus, dude. Cat seven. <laughs> Did he do like the blue pill or the red pill? I think he took the blue pill. He went back underneath like Ernie? the matrix. No, he just went uh, into pixeled. I think he took yep. both. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting way deep into this. It's Father's Day. He's hanging out with his daughters, and that's okay. Oh, he there took both is. pills yeah. then. Welcome back to Bruce Booze and Reviews. <laughs> um, so we're going to do some uh, uh we're gonna switch acid we're gonna switch a little bit we're not going that far oh, I was wrong uh, so the first three we did were all highlands uh, so the next two we have are actually space sides so back in the day um well space sides I don't know how recently but they've been added into one of the the main regions they used to be considered part of highlands geographically they're the the northeast part of Scotland um, so a little bit different but probably have some of the same profiles because uh, r- literally they're kind of located in part of the Highlands region. So anyway, nice. so what we have here today, I Craig guess, and is... Craig Moore Distillery, Ballandalic. It's, it's what, what's it called? What do we got? Craig and Moore Distillery, Ballandalic. 
Billy Willem. I think you're saying too many words. Bullendulk. Yep, those are the ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Speyside Scotches are thought to be uh, the country's most complex. Uh, to some people, uh, they're known for their sweetness and and little elegant flavors and stuff like that. So. Might have a few different tasting notes on these. Who knows? We'll find out. How many alcohols is in this one? All of them. Well, it says on on um, masterofmalt.com that this it's a sherry 12-year-old single malt from Diego's Classic Malts range, right? Sure. Uh, and it's yeah. got, at Speyside, rich single leaf or slightly floral whiskey with barley notes. Uh, the nose is aromatic, floral, heather, fruit salad, creamy texture, smoked almonds, so what do you guys, uh, now that these are poured, what do you guys get from this? Do you notice anything different than the Highlands ones we've been drinking? Mm, it does have more of a bronzy color. I, it. it's, I think it's like going from like a, um American lager to like an English lager with the, just the different malts. That's it, the difference it, in it. It's like one's a different kind of lighter style versus a darker style malt. Well, so varieties. all the most, at least, uh, side. Um, scotches are going to actually, oh, God, they're taking their water from the, the river spay that runs through mm-hmm. that, the, that part of the region. Oh, so gross. I think that d- makes everything a little bit, a little bit different than, uh, the Highlands. And that's kind of why they okay. broke off into a different region. I got to say like a butter, butterscotch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That caramel that you got on the other ones turns into more of a rounded, softer butterscotch flavor. In this, yeah. I think. And I almost get like, almost kind of like cake frosting a little yeah. bit. Oh, buddy, I haven't tried yeah, it yet. Yeah, <laughs> there's, nice there's like, interesting, like, baking spices on yeah. the nose, now yeah. that you say that. Yeah, it definitely it's. Oh, God, that's it smells delightful. It does kind of smell like a wedding cake. It does yeah. taste good. Yeah. Or a divorce cake. <laughs> divorce cake. Happy second divorce, Dude, Tom! The divorce... Uh, one of the best parties I've ever been to in my life was a divorce party. Oh, I wanted yeah. to go to those. It, it was pretty awesome. Man, I really like this one. Yeah, that's really complex. It's not as simple as oh. sweet or sour or strong or soft. Oh. It, it's way more complex. Than How that, much you know? booze is in this one? Because this one's 40%. 40. Just 40? Yeah. It seems oh. hotter than the other ones to me. No, no. Right away. Oh. I The first thing I noticed, though, too, is you do get the peat in the mouth. There's definitely mm. a, a little bit of that peat that we got back in the Dalvini. Yeah. You know. oh but it's God. not. It's It's... Even more subdued, I think. I think it's not as pronounced as the yeah. Dalvini. Yeah, um, and it blends really well with all the complex flavors that are in this. This is actually really kind of blowing me away. I'm really surprised. By it's it. like an eight-second ride. Yeah. Just note here, note here, note here. This is the... It hits on all the positives and whatever negatives you can find in it. You're, you're not going to, like... Oh. Stick on, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. This it's is not good. very hot at all either. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, smooth. I expected like I this being that. this hot, it'd be a lot of pepper off the top, and it's not really nope. pepper, but it has got some spice to it. But um, I really like that. Uh, oh my that god, butter scotch versus caramel overtones as well. I think it's a little bit more sweet. Like I said, it's like the difference between like like an American lager and, a, and an English lager. Just the way the waters are, maybe like a different taste and how it is, and, you know. And I like this a little bit more than the beginning Highland that I had earlier. Does anybody have anything additional to say? Uh, not really. This I haven't is... even tried this with water yet. Yeah, I haven't oh, opened it up else? with water Fucking yet. open it up. 
because <laughs> I dropped a little bit the, in. The, the sweet notes when you add water, those cake notes and stuff like that come out big time, and it is like almost crushable. It's terrifying it's, how nah, easy I it don't is. know about that. No, it's terrifyingly <laughs> easy to drink. No, that is definitely noticeably smoother. Um, you don't really lose a lot of the flavor notes, though. No, no, nope. That's it. Just kind of softens the edges. Out of control. Like we've been saying all night. Yeah, yeah. Softens the edges. Maybe. I get a lot more floral when you add the water. It's like it's yeah. way more floral. That too. So that just means it's just releasing more of those oils, right? Ooh, that gets a more three on that. Yeah. Hmm. Man, that's great. That air is Here's fine. what I like about scotch, <laughs> dude. When you really start trying and tasting these things. Even if you can't name what's going on in your mouth, just be critical. there's so much shit going on. It, it's fun to just sit there and like, mm, I don't know what it is, but that was good. That part's good. This is good. You know, it's just all these things happening. Mm-hmm. It's kind of complex. It's like a different experience at the same time. Because, you, know? you know, we're all, I, well, me specifically, I know I've drank a lot of scotch, but I'm, try, I'm still figuring out uh, how to word shit when it comes to how to describe the notes and what I'm actually going through. <laughs> you know, and I still can't do it very well. And this one ha- kind of makes me want to shut up and just like let it sit in there. That's why I was just sitting there staring at nothing. <laughs> I was trying to figure just out. out. I, I was trying to figure bit. out what's in my mouth. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. It, and it, it's it's really fun to do. And so especially I especially with the, the lights off. This is what I like. <laughs> this is what I like about scotches. Is Brown, there's like so much <laughs> going on. Yeah. Buy a bottle, talk with your friends about it, all sample it together. Yeah, and revisit it. You know, the thing is, is that I found anyway, and it happens with wine too, is your palate changes and Absolutely. you find new things in it that you didn't the first time you visited something. And I've found whiskeys that I like now that I thought I hated. But. Well, I like this one, and I like to start rating it. This one's a little smokier. Get to it. Yeah, let's talk. Fucking you won't do it, pussy. You know what? Rate that beer. I'm going to rate that shit uh, my favorite so far. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Ooh, damn. Well, I'm going to put it at a 3.5. It's a little bit hotter in my mouth uh, than I I anticipated it to be. So I'm going to put it in that Dalvini and and Glenmorangie. It's a little better than the Glenmorangie. Moringi. Moringi. Jesus fuck. Glenmorangie. What? No, it's G. It's this is never more. It's a hard. It's a hard G. It's God damn G. It. I'm done. But anyway, that's what I'm doing with this one. A three five. It's really good. I'll. I'll. And the thing is, everything that we've had today, I will absolutely drink more of in the future. Yep. Hopefully, given the opportunity. Uh, I'm gonna go to a four on this one. It's solid. I really was surprised by it. A lot more going on than I was expecting. Nice. How about you, Tori? Three seven. Best I've had yet. <laughs> <laughs> Best I've had yet. So 3.5? 3.7. 3.5. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Chef. Uh, 4.5. It makes me happy and it gives me warm thoughts of warfare. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Put that on your advertisement. I'll <laughs> expect the checks. Put it on your resume. While you're doing math, he brought up warfare, and it made me instantly think of a f- interesting Scotch story that I heard. Go on. Perfect a timing. A dram of Scotch is an actual glass type that's like a flat dish that each person would hold with one hand, or uh, with both hands. And so, like, 
when they were going to go do a treaty after a war, they would share a dram of whiskey and they would each have to put both their hands on this glass so that they couldn't backstab each other. So they couldn't like reach for their sword and stab the other person while they're doing a treaty. So they have these special glasses for doing whiskey toasts that you share in Scotland that like you both have to put both hands on and non in a non-stabbing <laughs> fashion. Well, well, that's why the, the forearm grab was a popular handshake back uh, in the day, right? Oh, really? Yeah, the forearm shake was to make sure you didn't have, like, a knife up your sleeve or some shit. Interesting. So you were, like, showing that you trusted the person, but also not trusting the person. <laughs> you were. Wouldn't sure you just put the knife in the other sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> no, then you were. I'm going to put my knife in my left hand because I stab with my right. Yeah, but you've been but known as you a bitch for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm ambistabdress. I can stab with both arms, both hands. Well, believe it or not, uh, guys. Ambistabdress. Ambistabdress. The uh, final number came out to 3.9. This is our second favorite of the night. Oh, my God. Second favorite. So far, but we got oh, one more scotch to go, right? We do. So we're, we're going to take a little break. Come back. Bust out. We're going to pour it out. Probably ten years old, I'm guessing. Oh, and this well, you're not in the Glen Fittage. Being that is IPA, being that well, since we just learned it, being that there's no age statement, it's minimum three years. Minimum three years for the sure, for sure. But typically, I mean, you're not gonna a major distillery like this isn't gonna put out something that's less than eight years usually. uh, What's regular Glen Fittage? I does that have an age statement? Is twelve. Yeah, but their their whole distillery is starting to do what a lot of uh, a lot of Scotch distilleries are doing, and they're moving away from the age statements as Scotch becomes more and more sought after. They're running out of the older stock on it, yep. and so it's getting harder and harder to put out an eighteen year Scotch. Right, um, and it's getting more expensive. So, would you say they're trying to get away from the arbitrary age of it? Well. Yes, the age isn't arbitrary, though. Well, it. C- I mean, it, it the, the, argu- is, though, the argument right? is is that it kind of can be arbitrary, and what they're trying to get their consumers to focus more on is the process. <laughs> you of You said making moron. It at, moron. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and in particular, this is finished in IPA casks, so it's finished in an I- India Pale Ale beer cask, and that's front and center in the middle of the bottle. And so that's what they're trying to get you to focus on is. The technique of finishing the whiskey is what makes this whiskey what you're tasting rather than the age of it or right. anything like that. Exactly. And the whiskeyexchange.com is like, says it's, it's one of the first pair of entries in the Glen Fittich Experimental Series. A whiskey finished in casks seasoned with India Pale Ale. The Speyside Craft Brewery created a special beer, which was aged in ex-Glen Fittich casks for a month before they return to the distillery and then filled with whiskey for a three-month finishing period. Yep. So very similar to the so what Jameson like, did with that exchange with uh, Kilbegan or whatever. Yes, yeah, so, hey, yeah. we'll, we'll make whiskey and give it to you, and then when you're done with your IPAs, give it back to us, and we're going to cask a fucking whiskey off what you just did as well. Yes. Yeah. That's fucking smart marketing. 
Yeah, it's it's a great pairing. Um, you know, unfortunately, usually the the is it abused? You think breweries that they pair with, we can't really get access to that beer usually anyway. Yeah. So like the Jameson Distillery, the brewery that they paired with, I think you have to go to like Pennsylvania to get that beer. It's like oh really? Yeah, it's not usually available beyond the coasts where they typically import those beers, and they don't go very far because there's not a whole lot of them. <laughs> right. We haven't actually mentioned what we're drinking right now. The the Glenfiddich IPA cask finish, single malt scotch. It's part of their experimental series, like he was saying. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, no age statement. It's chill filtered. That's about all I got on that. Bruh, it's chill filtered. And it's 43% uh, ABV. So just like the Glenmorangian, the Dalvinny. Yep, right around that same I smell High methanol, high alcohol content in it. Yeah, you do get a lot more of those hot alcohol esters on the nose on this one. Definitely compared to the last one where it was more creamy and smooth. I don't know what the specific, specifically how to describe the note, but we were discussing earlier the uh, Jameson that was was done in the, the IPA thing, and I get a similar nose from that. And I don't know what that note is. I get a little bit of floral and citrus, like from a hop, like you would get, like a little bit of that. A little bit of the p- IPA yeah. smell, where yeah, obviously, it yeah, is. it would be floral, a little floral and uh, a little fruity. Resinous. Yeah, floral, citrus. Oh, Jesus. To me, the, ta- the taste on the tongue is far different than the nose taste. It's like not nearly as strong as your nose Ooh. would indicate. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I, d- I didn't. It's get... sweeter, a little sweeter than I thought it would be. Oh, still pretty burny. It's pretty burny. Definitely get some IPA yeah, dryness it's from like it. The, the 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 nose is just like wow. Is all I can say about that. Let's see here. That's very specific, Knox. I need some ice in this one, man. This one. Ah. It's weird how sometimes uh, they're not as high alcohol, but they still have like a higher alcohol burn and and uh, nose to them. Because no, one thing I noticed about this, uh, this uh, Glenfiddich, Glenfiddich, or is it Glenfiddich? Fiddich, I think. Glenfiddich? I'm not sure. I do believe it's Fiddich. It's looking on the website. They have an experimental ser- series. This is one of them when it, when it's finished in India Pale Ale. But they also have like a a double X and a winter storm, uh, and, and they're all different. Like the winter storm is at 21 years. So that whole series is like pretty cool looking. It says right here, summer fruits and candy floss. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is candy floss? Uh, Cotton candy. Oh, shit. Wow. Seriously? (laughs) Cotton candy is... He had that right loaded. So it's it's like a version of cotton candy. It's like... uh, The only reason I know this is my wife and I watch a lot of cooking shows, baking shows. Uh It's one of those, like confectionery things where they take and spit and sugar. Spun sugar. That makes so much sense. Interesting. This I learned ho- something today. This one, <laughs> this one's hotter than anticipated too. Uh, again, at forty three percent, even after the yeah, water. I thought, yeah, especially after you get that sixty percent one. I thought this one would be a little bit more mellow than that, but this one like seems like. Has <laughs> anybody added water or an ice cube yet? I have. I did. I've yeah. added two ice cubes, and I get more of that IPA note, and like you definitely get more wood. citrus, more wood, and yeah, yep. sandal, sandalwood. Yeah, that wood, yes, because yes, I think that exactly. wood flavor dries you out too, right? It's it is or, a very dry scotch. sandalwood. Yeah. So when you put uh, when you're drinking this one, 
It feels like your tongue and top of your mouth dry out a, a lot, which makes you want to drink more of it. So I guess kudos. Well, like Keep me drinking. Yeah, it makes me want to drink my right. sidearm. It's antimicrobial. It's, it's probably better for you. Yeah, you can, you can wash your hands with this, and you'll be just See, this fine. See, this is something I'd pair with a wet beer. <laughs> or no, not a, a moist towelette and just shove that in my mouth. What's that? <laughs> I never put ice in it, so I guess give me a shot. Yeah, throw an ice in there, man. It's, it's throw an ice in there. There's a whole ice tub on the table just for this occasion. No, there's oh, always man, ice. Man. I, I, oh man, that's creamy, I, I but do yeah, enjoy I do this. get that like um, that lupulin off the hops a little bit, like what? that, that yeah. like, kind of grapefruity. Yeah. A little bit, especially residue and yeah. the water. Yep, that water brings it out more, in my opinion. <laughs> what do you guys think? It's still pretty hot. You're right. Grapefruit. Ready? I grape don't, don't, I don't really. No, just that IPA that, that that hops bitterness. Sure, that, sure. That oil from the hops. Mm, but what hops? Yeah, for me, it's a just a general citrus. It maybe leans a little bit more towards orange, but it is yeah definitely like that. very similar to like. Crushing up hops in your hand and smelling them, you know. especially that, uh, that Mandalorian hops. Is that what that's the, called? A mandarina. Mandarina, yeah. Yeah, yeah those one. orange ones. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty pungent. Yeah. So, what do you guys think for for if we're gonna do a rating? It's pungent. It stings the nostrils. I'm gonna do a three point five on this one myself if we're gonna rate it. I don't think we should rate this one. Not yet. No. I'm, Why no, wouldn't we? I'm just fucking off. Oh. Like I said earlier, there were offs to fucking I am on top of my job. So this one's maybe my least favorite. Still very drinkable. Um, I like yeah. all. I like it, um, but probably my least favorite. Just uh, just because e- even at a low ABV, um, it still just really has a lot of that alcohol ethanol thing going on in for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, but I'd still go a a, a three. You know, it's okay. a good it's a good base one. I don't think it it, it I don't think it would scare anybody off, um, and especially mm. if people are like like Knox, which is kind of an ABV whore type of person. Yep, um, where he likes everything with with lots of alcohol to it. Yep, I think this is a type of uh, scotch that you probably like, huh? Because it tastes alcoholy. Well, we'll find out. Well, we'll find out. I guess I but. said at three point five, so uh-huh. not, no, not too much. We did no. find out. Mm. I guess I should pay attention more. I'm kind of with both of you. 3.5 is probably where I'm going to sit on this one for the same reasons. It, it is a little hotter than I was expecting. Um, it does have some nice things going on, though. I do like the IPA sense. It's not as strong as you would expect it to be, mm-hmm. but it's there. It, what I've noticed, too, even with the Jameson IPA, so th- they both kind of they just dry out more than I anticipate from a whiskey. They don't leave that flavor they don't leave uh wetness in your mouth it kind of dry out right away it makes you wanting to drink more more of something anyway yeah what 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 it is i guess is up to you but you know i get that from it which i like when my scotch can linger a little bit so i don't drink it too fast because that's one one of the problems i have with drinking is if i like it i fucking slam it so you're asked do you slam your scotches and the first half no Second half, go. Well, I get that way with my with my four roses uh, single barrel. Yeah, I, uh, sip, 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 gone. Just, just like <laughs> just put a fill a, a cup about a quarter away with ice, and then just fill it halfway, and then oh fuck, I guess I need another glass. <laughs> By the time I'm done pouring, I'm pouring again. Exactly. 
What about you, Chris? What do you think? Obviously, you oh, yeah, said yeah. it. I said 3.5. Now it's up to you, Tori. Two and a half. Ooh. 2.5. I'm a little bit critical of this. It's. It, you tell. It, it had a strong ethanol smell from the start. That is and, fair. It did. And then after even adding water or ice, it, it didn't really brighten up. It didn't really brighten up for me. So. Yep, it cut on some of the edges, but it didn't get all of them off. Yeah. yeah. I think there's something to be said for what you said, too. It kind of almost dried it out more. Yeah, which is weird. Strange. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's that's why it's getting the ratings it does. It doesn't make sense. Your whiskey should make sense. No, I don't know. <laughs> if it don't make dollars, <laughs> it don't make sense. Honey. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Did you rate this one, then? No, I have not rated this well, one. Well, why don't you talk? This one's a 3.5 because it's fun. Like a new <laughs> pair of cute shoes. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. No, I, do, I, I did enjoy it. I don't think it's the best scotch I'm ever going to have, but I did. I kind of like that dry note, and there's that odd, resinous, dank undertone that you yeah. get from those those good, stanky IPAs. Yeah, the bitterness you get from the IPA, I think, is yeah. what dries you out and a that's lot more. what that's why I enjoy it, because I am an admittedly a hop nut. So yeah. three point five, gonna stick to it. <laughs> all right, what's our totals there? Nice. Well, uh, if we add them all together, our average is a three point two on this one. Okay. So out of all the scotches this evening, let's start from the beginning. Oh my God! Watching him function the notebook. <coughs> the the Glenmorangie <coughs> ten year was a three point two. The Dalwini fifteen year was a three point five. I feel like there should have been some cheers when you got that right. Like, there should have been a, a crowd <laughs> cheering. We'll, we'll put that uh, in. That'll come in in post. <laughs> the Aberlour uh, was a 4. Uh, the Crag and Moor 12 year was a 3.9. And this one, the Glenfiddich Experimental Series number 1, IPA casks, 3.2. So, out of all of them, this last one and the first one were the worst. So they actually scored the same. So the IPA cask one and the Glenmorang, the Glenmorangie single malt Highland ten year was three point two. So uh, the Dalwini fifteen year was the next up. So that was three out of four. Yeah, three out of in four. Second, what? 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 Hold in on. In second place. What the fuck are you talking about? Three out of four. No, explain that. Third place out of four. Oh. We did five. There's five. Yeah. I know, but two of them tied for last place. That doesn't mean that, one of them goes away. Little... Tied for fourth. <laughs> like, tied for five. fourth place out of five. <laughs> yeah. In third place, Dalwini, 15 year, 3.5 average. In second place, Craig and Moore, 12 years, space size single malt, 3.9. And in first place, with an average of four, Aberlour. Abundard. Abundard. I'm really excited to have cast strength 60.7% ABV Highland single malt. All right, let's. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to have brought the second place fucking winner. Nobody having ever heard of it before. Winner in my book, my friend. Yeah, that was really surprising. Good pick on that one. He put so much study into it. He he, he walked up to the shelf and goes, study. "Chris, have you had this one?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I'm buying it. 
right, well, <laughs> well, here we go. So All I right. do like the research you put in, Tori. You really worked hard for us, well, and it I, paid I, off. It paid off. I did research, <laughs> but then I also gambled. <laughs> so, Chris, what do you think about the dungeon now that you've been down to our, our level for once? What oh, do you think about it? Oh, this is great, man. I'd be happy to come down anytime. Yeah? How about you, stuff. Tori? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah? If only you could learn how to talk into a microphone, that'd be awesome. No. Because <laughs> oh. you haven't done it right all night. All not, right, not, even, not even for a half a I second. You're going to be a fun one to You know, edit. you should have explained it to me a long time ago. It, it was like your butthole. I said, uh, like, <laughs> pretend like you're going to lift <laughs> Yeah, that, go that directly microphone. in the butthole. Don't fucking beat around that bush. <laughs> all unless, right. Unless you have asshole hairs. You're going to want to beat around that bush. So, Chef, tell me about what you think about tonight. Well, Especially. I think what, tonight, what are your highlights? Well, the, my, my highlights? Yes. That Craig and more. Yeah? Yep, that that gave me an experience I didn't expect. I did enjoy the IPA cask. I think that's just me being partial. Well, honestly. I mean, experimental is great. I love experimenting. I mean, I, I want to try did it in new college. shit all the time. <laughs> get him. <'em. Gah! laughs> I, I did get to learn a lot today, and that's uh, that's ultimately the best thing I can take from this because education. Exactly. Knowledge is power, folks. G.I. Yeah, Joe. And, and Rainbow. It, uh, I, like I said from the start, I've been excited to finally do a Scotch episode because I really like Scotch. I really... <sighs> Oh, you when you have shut a, the fuck up. When you it. have an opportunity to sit down and and uh, let things explore or explore things, it, it's just fun. Whether it's with people or even by yourself, I know you shouldn't drink by yourself. People think <laughs> you you're a weirdo. <laughs> this is great. But like you, you sit down and you play guitar and you sip on one fucking glass of scotch and you let everything just kind of you know let Chan- everything go. Scotch is a fun John thing Mayer. to uh, explore because there's a lot there. So I, I'm glad we got to do the intro to Scotch. We're going to do some future episodes. We're going to dive more into specifically Highlands or specifically into Speysides or, you know, and we're going to cover all the regions, um, all of them, even the nethers. Yes. So mm. we're going to dive more into so like, I'm the super bourbon. excited mm. to do that, but I'm glad we got to, um, you know, uh, do our first intro to Scotch because it's just it's a fun place to be. Yes, this is a good one. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, diving into this one for the first time, I really loved it. So I want to thank all you guys. Chris Larson from Killstone Brewing. Uh, appreciate you coming down. Oh, it's great. If man. anybody want, can want to get a hold of you or see you on the interwebs on social media or uh, Killstone, what can I tell you? You got websites or Instagrams or Facebooks uh, or what you yeah, got? Yeah, I think I got Instagram. Um, Larson Christopher is my Instagram. I think I got a couple pictures up from the podcast here and other stuff. Uh, oh, no. Liquor industry stuff that I do. Um, yeah, nice. you're heavily involved in a lot of shit that goes on in town. Yeah, like, judge, judge a cocktail competition. He's uh, also right part of the, the uh, North Dakota Guild, right? The Brewers Guild. Just got elected yesterday into the North Dakota Brewers. Well, congratulations. congratulations buddy. Nobody, nobody else ran. There was right, so. Four positions, but. Yeah. That's a, what is that called? The North Dakota Brewers Guild. So they just put on the event we were at last night, which was uh, under, under Brew Skies. Yep. Which, we were at which was unbelievable. Mm. I had a great time, and, and you guys too. do wonderful work doing that. And the rain, also, the rain wasn't shit, by the way. It was like a bunch of being like pattered on a little oh bit. Oh, no, it was not a big deal. It was, yeah. No, it, it was, was awesome. still great. Pitter-patter. Yeah. And it made for everybody who wanted to get together and huddle more and talk more, and that I appreciate that better anyways. It was great yeah. to have you guys. It was really fun to add that MC element. It was fun to hear you guys uh, give them a little bit of information that people maybe didn't get before, and I think, you know, well, I just thank great. you for having us. Yeah, it was great. it was fun. I look forward to doing it again next yeah, year. Yeah, hopefully, if you, yeah, if you guys want us, it worked yeah. out great. I don't see why not. 
And then, and Tori, thanks for showing up and, and being a part. What do you think about the, uh, the being on the podcast so far? What do you think about microphone adjustment? Uh, how about we, <laughs> how about we wow. get you to actually wow. talk into it instead of like uh, you know, Bueller? Where can Bueller. we where can we find you? Usually at usually at Duffy's. Uh, Duffy's. Duffy's are home. Beetle. Duffy's are home. Duffy's, Beetle. Beetle. Duffy's. I don't have a major social media influence, so yeah. Not yet. Nothing. Don't find me. Don't find me. Uh, well, yes. Here. Well, I enjoyed today's event, uh, and now I'm with you guys doing the scotch thing and all the dads and doing the scotch thing as well. I loved it. Uh, thank you, ever. Chris. Yo. Where can I find you on social media? Um, you can find me almost everywhere, except for most places. Um, that I is don't, a paradox. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't do much of the things on the social medias, but you can find me at Chris Chelsea's uh, on on the on the stuff, and it's spelled K J E L S H U S. I'm also uh, on Totally Killer Podcast, which is coming out soon, so check us there. Uh, at all the different things at Killer Totally. Um, nice. Yeah, and then uh, mostly watching live bands, watching comedy, watching things, and drinking local stuff. So. Go to a bar, scream Chris. I'll probably be the one yelling back. Well, now if you're on what? two podcasts, you, you probably should have a social identity, huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't care so much. I just like to talk, man. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> Knox, That's where are we going to find you outside of this dungeon? Uh, Fair enough. Drecker. <laughs> <laughs> Endo story. Yeah, just basically uh, editing. That's about it. And uh, where can we find Ernie? Not across, right the street. across the street. Across the street. <laughs> Sesame Street. You can find me but on Facebook, Kevin Pommy, K E V I N P O M E Y. Kevin Pommy Comedy on Instagram. Spelt the same with comedy at Death the end. Death by Waffles 7 on Twitch. I love that. Death by Waffles. And what's, what was the other one I forgot about? My Twitter I never touched. Tales from the KP. <laughs> nice. Right well, on, thanks, man. Jeff. Well, again, thank you guys. Also, <laughs> leading up, what I'm really excited about next week, we're actually going to Killstone, so we're going to hang out with Chris again. Again, yes, we are. Yeah. again, because we're brewing a beer there. But we're uh, also going to be working uh, as well. So well, yeah, yeah. work clothes, guys. You guys, it's going to yeah. be fucking stupid. Yeah. You know we're how, how stupid is it going to be, Kevin? It's going to be figging stupid. Yeah, because we're doing a. That's freaking stupid already. Baltic Porter with Killstone. Yep, and I'm do some so, live videos. I'm so jazzed up about this. Uh, we're going to do a Tubin Beers at the end of the month. Yep, um, getting ready for 4th of July. I yep. can't wait for that, too, because I've got uh, one of my favorite, favorite summer beers to bring. Some and candy. it's finally actually, no, just a few years ago, they uh, started distribution into Minnesota, so I can actually get it now. Nice. Um, but, yeah, uh, what else we got coming up? That's how it's on the calendar because the rest of it's a secret. All right, secrets are lies. <laughs> <laughs> well, like we do in every and every episode that we do here, we do our saying right from all of us at uh, Bruce Booze and Reviews. There we go. Got to keep your glasses full and your, your spirits, spirits high. high. Cheers! Cheers. This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at bruisebooze at hotmail we here at the Dungeon also want to give thanks to Todd Ruziska and Amy Klein from Beware the Vine for permission to use their song Sex, Drugs, and Cabaret off of the album of the same name. If you like the song and want to hear more from Beware the Vine or wish to buy any songs, 
you can go to cdbaby.com slash cd slash beware the vine. That's cdbaby.com slash cd slash b-e-w-a-r-e-t-h-e-v-i-n-e and make your purchases there. We also want to give thanks to Ryan Dahl for his fantastic graphic design work in creating our logo. If you like this episode and want to hear more, please rate and review our podcast. We appreciate the feedback we get from our listeners in helping us make better content for future episodes. On behalf of everyone at Brews, Booze, and Reviews, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers. <laughs>